Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. Today we are talking about forgive and or forget. So many people that I have heard them personally say, I forgive, but I don't forget. I forgave him for what he did to me, but I don't forget. And so I want to know today how you feel about forgive and or forget. James 5 verses 15 of the New King James Version says, And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And then in Hebrews 8 and 12, it says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. I'm going to come back to those scriptures, but first, I'd like to ask you if you've ever felt prying eyes watching and judging you. Do you ever hear negative thoughts spewing from the mouths of others? Those that are just waiting for the opportunity to condemn you? Has anyone ever said to you, I forgive you? but I will never forget. It doesn't matter how much time has passed. They recall the past and bring it up. They dredge it up. They'll tell you, I forgive you. I forgave you a long time ago, but they still allow the thoughts of yesterday to come back and forth. They dwell on the past. There are so many people in the world today who do not understand that in Christ Jesus, they are free. They allow their past to keep them bound. They allow the prying eyes of others to paralyze them. They allow others to condemn them. They allow the enemy of their soul to bully them. You know, they allow their memories to resurface over and over and regurgitate those past offenses. They don't bury the past. They just rehash it over and over. But I want to encourage you today. I want you to know who you are in Christ and move forward. Don't dwell on yesterday. In John 8 and 7, a woman is caught in adultery and brought before Jesus. You know, I like how Jesus stoops down and begins to write on the ground Scripture doesn't say what he wrote, but he is heard saying, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman standing there, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? And she said, no one, Lord. Then Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. 
You can't allow people to hinder your progress. When Jesus says he doesn't condemn you, or when he says in scripture that he remembers your sins no more, you have got to have the mindset that I have a new beginning. The one who knows you and gives you the opportunity to go and sin no more. You have a new you have a new opportunity and you have to grab a hold of that. Start at that point. Start right then to put the past behind you and to lean on the help of the Holy Spirit to help you continuously keep it where it belongs in the past. For Jesus says in John 16 and 7 that he will send the Holy Spirit, the helper, who will convict the world of sin. And in John 15, 26, he says, the Holy Spirit will testify of him. So this woman who was caught in adultery doesn't stand there saying, what if they come back? What if they keep bringing it up? She moves forward. She moves beyond that point. She moves forward. She, she, she moves toward the opportunity to start a new beginning. You know, I like how in Luke 19, 1 through 10, it says, Jesus passed through Jericho. He looked up and saw Zacchaeus in a sycamore tree and said to him in verse 5, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today, I must stay at your house. Zacchaeus doesn't say, but I am a sinner. <laughs> he doesn't say that these people are staring at me. The scripture says he makes haste. People began to pass judgment saying that he was a sinner, but Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was repentant. His heart was moved. He was willing and ready to give half of his wealth to the poor. He wanted to make restitution to those he had cheated by giving them four times the amount he had cheated them out of. He's ready to move forward. He is not going to let, you know, the saying, uh, I forgive you, but I won't forget. He doesn't care if they forget or not. He doesn't care if they remember his past deeds or not. But he's ready to move forward forward. He's ready to repent. He's ready to give half of his wealth to the poor. He's ready, ready to make restitution for the things that he have done. He's willing to give back four times the amount that he's cheated people out of. Why? Because he's ready to move forward. Just like the woman, you know, who was caught in adultery, that I just read to you a few moments ago. She was ready to move forward. She didn't keep standing there when he said, neither do I condemn you. She didn't keep standing there. She didn't, she didn't go backwards. She didn't think about it anymore. She was ready to move forward. And Zacchaeus doesn't seem to be bothered by the talk of others either. Maybe he was used to the looks and the gossip, you know, because he was a tax collector. He was a Jew and a tax collector, and he knew how the people felt about him. You know, maybe he was used to those looks and the gossip. He doesn't allow the opinions 
of others to stop him. He is excited to host Jesus at his home and moves on with the Lord. So when Jesus says, make haste, I'm going to spend the day with you, he does exactly that. He makes haste. He gets in a hurry. He becomes excited. He doesn't allow others to rob him of this moment. He is repentant, forgiven, and free. We have to stop allowing the enemy of our souls to hold us hostage with past events and past guilt. We have to stop letting our relatives and our friends keep reminding us of past events and past guilt. Don't be held hostage to yesterday. Just because the enemy is acting like a roaring lion, remember, he is not a lion. I'll say it again. The enemy may be acting like a roaring lion, but he is not a lion. Move forward. Move beyond what the enemy tries to hold over your head. Be excited about moving forward. Grasp the opportunity to be free of the shackles that once held you captive. Leave it behind. Don't keep dredging it up. Let it go. Bury it. People will forget about it if you stop bringing it up. People will forget about it if you stop allowing others to bring it up. Let it stay buried. Let it stay in the past. In Mark 9, verses 14 through 27 of the New King James Version, Jesus rebuked an unclean spirit in a boy. And he commanded the deaf and dumb spirit to come out of the boy and enter him no more. Then Jesus took the boy by the hand and he lifted him up. When the disciples asked him privately, why couldn't they cast out the spirit? Jesus told them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. I want to encourage you to take Jesus' hand. Let him lift you up. Let him give you a new beginning and a fresh start. Pray more. Read his word more. Fast more. And if you can't fast because of medical reasons, then consecrate yourself by cutting out things that are not conducive to spiritual growth. As we close on this, I want you to know who you are in Christ and move forward. Know that you are forgiven and free. Proceed to the next level of growth. Don't allow others to rob you of this moment of growth and deliverance. Cry out to him. He is waiting to take you by the hand. He is waiting to save those that are sick, to raise you up and to forgive your sins and put them into a sea of forgetfulness and remember them no more. For it says in James 5 and 15, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And then in Hebrews 8 verses 10 and 12, it says, for this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind 
and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 12, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. And in Micah, it says, uh, the seventh chapter, I believe, it says that he will put them into a sea and remember them no more. That's where we get uh, that the Lord will put our sins into a sea of forgetfulness because he says, I will remember them no more. I'd like to stop right here. If anyone has something that they would like to say, or if you have a question about forgiving and forgetting, um, feel free to come on. Um, it's up to you. I mean, you know, we're, we're here because we love God. We're here to encourage you. We're here to um, encourage you to let go of the past, to stop letting people hold you back. You know, there are relatives, if you think about it, in my younger years, they would say stuff like, you know, I know you. And I'll be thinking, no, <laughs> you used to know me when I was a child, <laughs> but you don't know who I am right now. You don't know me. You think you know me, but you don't know me. Why? Because they wanted to hold you to the things that you did as a child. Well, now that I'm an adult, I've put away childish things, and I'm not going to allow people to... Um, to bring on things, uh, no, you're not gonna you're not gonna hold me hostage to my childhood. You're not gonna keep bringing up things that I've grown out of a long time ago. I don't even think about it anymore. You know, it's it's in my sea of forgetfulness. Why? Because I'm not constantly uh, thinking on it and bringing it up and feeling guilty about things that I did as a little girl. I mean, I'm not a little girl anymore. And there are some people out there who, um, there's a lot of things going on in your life and you've made some choices in your teens and in your young adult life. And now that you're older, whether it's a year or two ago, five years ago, or however long it is, you're not the same person, and you should not allow people to keep bringing up the past. Don't allow the enemy to keep bullying you and trying to make you feel bad, make you feel guilty. Don't allow him to do that. Now, it says here to add, ask guests to join, and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be doing something or not, but if you have something that you would like to say, I want to encourage you to to come on and say what it is that's, that's in your heart. If you have people that are uh, digging up old bones and trying to reassemble them, you know, stop hanging around with those people. You love them, but you don't hang around with them a whole lot because they're just trying to bring up the past. And you want to let go of the past and you want to grow. You want to feel better. You want to feel mentally and physically better. You don't want to allow them to keep holding you back and keep putting you in the past. Father in heaven, thank you for these in the audience today. 
you have given another opportunity to repent and let go of the past. Past sins, past choices, past mistakes. Help each and every person to move forward in you. Write your word on our hearts as we seek after you. And forgive, Lord, and throw the past deeds of the repentant into a sea of forgiveness, Lord. Help each person listening in today to grow each day and focus on you more and more and more. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. I hope that you have been encouraged today. I hope that you will seek the Lord. I hope that you will not allow the enemy to bully you. I hope that you will allow the Lord to put uh, things that troubled you once or things that you have done in your past I hope you will allow him to put it into a sea of forgetfulness and not remember it anymore. You know, people will say, I forgive you, but I don't forget. Well, Jesus lets us know he forgets. For in Micah, the seventh chapter, he lets us know he puts it into a sea and he remembers it no more. And here in Hebrew, he let us know that he remembers it no more. Hebrews 8th chapter, verse 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Jesus is standing there ready to take you by the hand, to lift you up. It says in, in James 5, 15, and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So the Lord is standing there waiting to grab you by the hand, take you by the hand and lift you up, lift you up above all the things that, that were in your past. To so lift you up from shame, lift you up from family feuds, family arguments, whatever it is. He's really, he's willing and ready to lift you up and to give you a freedom in him. You don't have to dwell on the past. You don't have to listen to people constantly bringing up negative things and, and negative uh, things that should be buried. You know, I have some relatives in my family and they love to rehash old things. They love to rehash. I don't listen to them. Y'all can rehash together. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rehash it with you. I don't have time. I'm too busy trying to grow. I don't need to be stuck. Stuck in the past. If y'all are upset with each other and y'all don't wanna try to work it out, then don't include me. Because if you call me and you ask me about it or you start talking to me about it, the first thing I'm gonna do is start praying. Father God in the name of Jesus. Because I don't have time for foolishness. I don't have time to be stuck in the past. You know, some people want, um, they, they, they talk about things until they are delivered. But then there are some people who never get delivered. I often wondered about that in my youth. Why are they always bringing it up? It's because they like the negative attention. I don't have time to give you that type of attention. I don't have time to be uh, with you in your negativity. I don't have time for you 
for the last 10 years, you've been bringing up the same thing that upset you that our brother did or our sister did or our cousin did. I mean, it's time to get over it already. <laughs> now, if you are truly sick, mentally sick, okay, I have nothing but time for you. But some people just like to keep confusion going. Jesus forgets it. He puts it into a sea of forgetfulness. He puts it into the sea and remembers it no more. So why are you allowing the enemy to keep bringing things up to you? Why do you allow the enemy to keep bullying you? Why do you let people keep telling you the same old stuff over and over and over and over again? You know, why do you do that? Don't let anyone keep bringing up the past, digging up the dead bones, the dry bones, and trying to reassemble it to keep you feeling guilty. You know, and if you don't want to be encouraged, don't call me because my goal is to encourage you. My goal is to help you grow beyond that point. My goal is for you to see Jesus is standing there with his hands stretched out waiting for you. You know, I have great grandchildren and, and I would think that my grandchildren are more positive than some of these adult people walking around because my grand my great grands are trying to to seek God. They have positive thoughts. They're trying to do good. They're not allowing anybody to keep them bound. They're not allowing anyone to keep rehashing. As I said, I remember in my early 20s, uh, a lady walked up to me, a member in our family, and she was talking about something, and she says, she, she turned around to me, and she says, and you know I know you. And I thought, no, you don't know me. I didn't want to be disrespectful, so I didn't say anything, but I didn't receive what she said. In my head and in my heart, I rejected what she said because I am no longer a child, and I am not going to allow you to keep holding those childish things that I did as a child, 10, 11, 12, you know, 17. I don't care how old I was. I was a child. Now I am an adult, and I have put away childish things. So I am not going to allow you to keep bringing up things from when I was a child and telling me, I know you. That's how you were. No, I'm not like that anymore. I've grown. <laughs> and now, you know, praise the Lord, uh, I, I can encourage other people and tell them, don't listen. You know, the, the enemy, he acts like a roaring lion. Oh, man, his, 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 he's growling, he's roaring, his, his claws are showing. Oh, he seems fierce. He seems fierce. But guess what? He is not a lion. He's only pretending. He's only acting. He is not a lion. He is not... The, the, the Lion of Judah. The Lion of Judah is Jesus Christ. And he's the real lion. 
<laughs> so the enemy of our souls can come at you and he can claw at you and he can roar and he can he can bark and he can he can do all kinds of stuff. He can raise up and he can look like a huge mountain. He can look fierce. Oh, but the word of the Lord says, if you would resist the devil, he will flee from you. I truly believe that with all of my heart. I have experienced that in my heart. You know, some people, they, 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 their, their deliverance, it's just right there. It's right there. That breakthrough that you need is right there. But you are focused on the wrong things. You can't get your breakthrough. You can't get your deliverance because you are waiting and looking at and focusing on the wrong things. Look to the hills. Look beyond the hills and see where your help is coming from. The scripture says, my help cometh from the Lord. So I'm going to, I'm not only going to tell people that I forgive them for the things that they have done, but I am going to practice forgetting it. How do I do that? By not dredging it up, not bringing it up. I am not going to make people feel like they, they are still dealing with something in their past. They want to be free from it, and my goal is that they be free from it. So when they have things that they need forgiveness for, I'm going to forgive them, and I'm going to say that let's just forget about it. And the more that we concentrate on the Lord, the more that we pray, the more that we read the scriptures, you know, that helps us to forget. That helps us to put it in the past. So far away, it's not completely gone, but you're not thinking about it. It doesn't come to your mind right away when you see this person. You know, when I see you, the first thing I think about is what you did. No. Uh-uh. The first thing that I see when I see you, it should be, I see my sister or my brother in Christ. You know, I should have a love for you. I shouldn't have negative things coming up before me. You know, I don't want anyone in my life to feel like I am judging you. I'm not trying to judge anyone. I will share with you what the scripture says, and I will let you and God work it out. But as far as I'm concerned, I want to show you love. I want to show you forgiveness. I want to be patient with you because you know what? Not only are we to be careful, but you'd never know when you might fall. You never know when you might make a mistake. You never know when the enemy might set a trap for you. And then there you are and you sinned or you've messed up. Do you want to be constantly reminded of that? Oh, no, I don't. I want to say, Lord, I am sorry. Forgive me for what I did. And then I want to move forward. Leave it all in the past. I want to move forward. I want to keep growing. I want to keep 
excelling in the Lord. I want to, I want to be on fire for the Lord. I want to have such a love in my heart that not only do I love him, but I love my neighbor as myself. You can't love anybody if you're always thinking about the negative. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can't grow and get better and be happier if you are focused on the negative. You've got to let it go. Well, I'm running out of time here. I guess no one has anything that they would like to say. Um, if you, if you would like to join and say something on forgiving and forgetting, we are here. We are available. It's up to you. We would love to have you because we do want to leave our past behind us. You know, I've talked with many, many people in my years and everybody wants to be forgiven. Nobody wants anything to be held over their head. This woman who was caught in adultery, she didn't want her past to be held over her head. And Jesus said, where are your accusers? And she said, there are none. He said, neither do I condemn you. Nobody wants their past to be held over their head. And then the man, um, then the man uh, who, uh, the Lord delivered him from the demons, you know, cast the demon out of the boy. He didn't want, he doesn't need people to remember that he used to be a, a demon possessed. He doesn't need people to be bringing that up. And then the tax collector who cheated people out of their monies, you know, Zacchaeus working for the Roman government. He doesn't need to be told constantly that he was doing wrong, that he was overtaxing the Jewish people. What he did was when Jesus said, make haste, I'm coming to your house today, he hurried up and made haste. He came down out of that sycamore tree, if you could allow me to put my own idea on it. I think he jumped out the tree. I don't think he climbed down. I think he jumped down the tree and he hurried up and said, yes, Lord. And he was excited because Jesus was coming to his house. He wasn't worried about the negative. <laughs> he wasn't worried about the people that were uh, standing back and gossiping and looking at him. He wasn't concerned about the fact that people thought Jesus shouldn't associate with him. He was excited. He was happy. He, he hurried up. He jumped to me in my mind's eye. He jumped out of that tree and he said, yes, Lord. He was excited. He moved forward. He didn't stay behind. He didn't keep looking behind. He moved forward. Why? Because Jesus was letting him know right then and there, I'm forgiving you. I'm coming to spend time with you, and I'm not going to remember your past deeds. I'm not going to remember your past sins. That's what he was thinking to me in my mind. If I was in his shoes, I would be thinking, Jesus is forgiving me. He's, he's having that compassion. He's having compassion and pity on me, and he's coming to my house. Ooh, 
Let's not think about yesterday. Let's not think about an hour ago. Let's just start right here at this moment and move forward. Beloved, I hope that you have been blessed today. I hope that you are encouraged to seek God for all of your needs. If you don't remember anything else that I've said today, I want you to remember two things. One, Jesus forgives and forgets. He doesn't remember your sins. Once once you have repented and asked him to forgive you, he doesn't keep dwelling on your past. He forgives and he forgets. People don't forgive and they don't forget. They say they forgive you, but I can't forget. No, Jesus forgives and he forgets. And the second thing that I want you to remember is to to, uh, stop dwelling on the past. Don't let other people hold you in the past. Keep moving forward. Keep going forward in Christ Jesus. Why? Because even though the enemy of your soul is rearing his head, he's standing up tall over you, his claws are coming at you, he's roaring, he's acting like a roaring lion. Remember, he is not a lion. I don't care how he acts. I don't care how fierce he looks. He is not a lion. He's only pretending, and he can't do anything if you don't allow him to do it. The scripture says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Be blessed, my friends. Be blessed. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us each Saturday at 3 p.m. for a tea time with Marcella.